Hello and welcome to the VR download. I'm Ian, managing editor of UploadVR.com. We've got kind of a different download format this week. I'm joined here with Tatiana. So we've got a lot of news. It's been a busy week. It's been hard to keep yeah. up. So let's uh, get right into it. The first bit of news is Asgard's Wrath. Facebook bought Senzaru Games. That's a their second major acquisition for Facebook of a of a developer. Do you think they're going to buy more studios, Tatiana? I think so. I it makes sense. I guess I think Oculus wants more control over the content, and I think the best way to do that is just to make it rain and acquire as many studios as you can. Yeah, I feel like they kind of missed out on getting Insomniac. I thought that was definitely a a major target for them. Yeah, but I, I'm kind of glad it went to Sony because there's just a lot of IPs that Insomniac has really carried through, you know, the years for Sony, and it would have been very interesting to see that kind of taken away, especially with the Spider-Man games too, right? Like that would have been. Yep. Didn't they? Yeah, that, that'd be interesting. I, I can't wait for Spider-Man Two. Uh, that's going to be an amazing game, and I hope they do a VR version somehow. It's. It's not really made for VR. It's it's gonna be a hard game to adapt. But we've had all those other games that are sort of Spider-Man esque, or you know, off-brand Spider-Man that would be amazing in VR. You could have like a Spider-Man VR like DLC. I would settle for that, or like a different mode where you can like slingshot through the city through, with PSVR. Adam says Kyle's internet is down as per usual. Yes. Uh, and someone has just been watching, binge watching all things VR. Want to get their own headset? Um, let's move on to the next bit of news. The Oculus Quest update fourteen adds the microphone to Oculus Link. What are you connecting with today? Just the Rift S, because I actually mm. because I wasn't really able to, you know, use my Quest before obtaining my VR power. I never bothered to even, you know, get a Link cable. So I was like, I'm not going to wear this thing anyways. Um, so yeah, so I'm still in the Rift S. I need to, to get a link cable. Let's tell people about VR Power because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people aren't familiar and you've been enjoying your time with it, right? All right. So it's like literally this big, like the hands actually doing this make the perfect VR Power size. Weighs about half a pound. And it's a uh, pa battery pack counterweight for the Oculus Quest. And it goes on the back of your head. So like I literally couldn't wear you know, my Oculus Quest for more than 20 minutes, it would squish my face and pinch my nose. And it was very bad. Um, but when I tried it out at CES, which you can check out my hands-on preview on uploadvr.com, it basically made the Quest wearable for me. Uh, so I've been reviewing one for the last week now, still have a couple things left to do. But so far, it is, it is awesome. It is a great accessory. Uh, I also tested the entire battery life in VR in one sitting, which was kind of crazy, but I did it for the content. It was worth it. Um, but right now they're back ordered. Um, I think the, the first allocation of shipments, which technically was the one that you have, uh, went out. And then right now, if you order one from Rebuff Reality, the expected ship date is April 30th. But unfortunately, the coronavirus is ruining everything for everybody. I'm really sad about F8. Yeah. I'm, because I was surprised by that. I now I don't get my yearly Ian eating a pizza with forty-one cloves of garlic on oh, it. Oh God, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that was the. I, I've tried really to forget sad. that. That was it was. But it was delicious. It was too much. I mean, I loved it, but it was too much <laughs> for for the health of everyone. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the one key question, and I'll relate this back to the Oculus Link, is if you were using Oculus Link, would you still wear VR Power just for the comfort reasons? Yes. Yes. 100%. Because even so, I, with a cable, yeah, the, it just would be uncomfortable. It's such a bummer with the coronavirus sort of making yeah. it hard for other people to pick this up right now. I'm glad it, it we was put cool when, when it was my article that wiped out their inventory. But now it's not cool because <laughs> it's the coronavirus. 274 grams. All right. Cool. All right. Next bit of news. Qualcomm revealed the XR2 reference design for potential Oculus Quest competitors. Did you see this thing? It looked like a big, a big headset. It but, looked uh, archaic. Like it didn't yeah. look modernized. Well, they built these things as they built. So Qualcomm builds reference designs from time to time for uh, all their different technologies. They obviously make the chips that power the Oculus Go and the Oculus Quest. And then they show this reference design that sort of promises a whole bunch of futuristic technologies. So I'll, I'll put this question to you. What do you want out of a Quest competitor or a next version of a Quest sort of device? First and foremost, a Halo design. Like, I mean, not that I don't love the VR power and want to succeed, but like, I I just don't like any headset that has a not Halo. I don't know if it's my head, my face, but you know, the Rift S is seriously the most comfortable to me, and I, I and so is the PSVR. And I think it's also most secure to me. Like, I, I I feel like if we had like a wireless Halo design headset, that'd be really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, like. I guess improved pass through would be well, nice. I'm thinking, I keep thinking about your VR power and how it's balances with it balances out so much. If you could combine that with a halo design and really put some of the hardware, the battery pack or the processor in the back of the headset, that's the mm-hmm. best of both worlds, isn't it? That is an interesting point you have there. Yes. Yes, it is. Also, there's 28 the... grams to announce in case you mm-hmm. wanted to know. Now we know. Um, of course the Qualcomm, Reference design says it has 5G. It's 5G capable, this latest design. And the thing there is, it's going to be a long time before 5G is relevant for for VR and, and AR. You know, AR has a whole lot of other things to overcome. And uh, I don't know if we're going to have 5G anytime soon. Um, the other thing that the, the... There's one interesting bit about the Qualcomm reference design. And I keep thinking about this with hand tracking. Is supposedly this design has... An infrared infrared emitter to make it possible to track both the hands and the head using the same cameras. And what? I, I I well have you have you tried the hand tracking much on Quest? Have you have you done the side <laughs> quest stuff? No, it's like I'm like a baby with Quest. Like I have to learn everything because <laughs> yeah, you, ha- yeah, you haven't been comfortable. It. Yeah. No. Um. Well, so the hands shake a little bit. Uh, they, there's a little bit of uh, shake to them. And they need to improve that and also get the speed up so that it really reacts well to, you know, as these controllers move really fast, you want your hands to react that fast too. And hmm. I'm thinking if they improve, if they beam light onto the hands, they might be able to track the hands better. And so that could be another thing that future headsets could have is even better hand tracking than what we're seeing on sort of like the the early Oculus Quest experiment. Like little like stuff. white LEDs that like pointed down at your hands? Uh I think I think that's the idea. Yeah. I 
obviously mm. I haven't tried the newest reference design, but it was mentioned in all their documentation that it has infrared emitters uh, mm. for for that purpose. All right. Do you have any more any more comments? Any questions out there? Uh, Andrew King said he wants the next quest to have all the weight moved into the back or into the halo. Yeah. Um, version 14, he also has, that's out already, right? Or is it coming out? Well, it's rolling out. So it's okay, out. So it's I think Heaney out. has it out there. Heaney God uh, has it. Um, but it takes, they, they roll it out over like a couple weeks. I don't have it on my quest at home yet. And I will. I'll look later today to and I'll go. see. All right. Uh, last bit of news on our news section here. We're kind of breezing through it because it's just us today. Um, Guy Godin. I can't pronounce his last name right, but it's Guy. It's not Guy. It's spelled G-U-I, but it's Guy. Uh, he is the sole developer of Virtual Desktop. If you haven't heard of Virtual Desktop, I think a lot of our viewers out there are familiar with it. It is an incredible program that lets you operate your PC from inside a headset. It launched, he started work on it back in 2014. He launched it in 2016, I think, when the, the headsets launched. And he's just been adding more features, more features, more features. And then he has a separate version for Oculus Quest and for Oculus Go that lets you access your PC from your yeah. standalone headset. Yeah. Um, well, he just rewrote the feature in there on Oculus Quest that lets you stream your PC VR games from the PC to the Quest so you can enjoy wireless. Basically, It's basically an, a wireless Oculus Link. But this is obviously before Facebook has been able to ship their own version of that. And it's limited by the network congestion. So if you have not a good line of sight to your router, if you don't have a good router, if you have a lot of stuff going on on your Wi-Fi network, if you have a very intensive game, all those things could add to the latency in that connection between the PC and your Quest. And obviously latency could make us sick pretty fast. Yeah. Is that, have you noticed? Is that, are you pretty susceptible if if it's a little latent, a little slow? No, if, if there's like a considerable amount of like latency, yes, that's that's a close my eyes and hope it all goes away soon moment for yep. me. Yep. Well, so the the app on the desktop reports the motion photon, photon latency. So, yeah. in theory, uh, so I did an interview. Go find it on our. Uh, YouTube page, or we've got he it on uploadvr.com. Oh, thank you, Heaney. It's in our comments. But uh, we interviewed, I interviewed Guy, Guy, sorry, interviewed Guy. And he, we, we talked about this. And the, the, the thing is, less than 20 milliseconds from making a movement to seeing it in your eyes is generally comfortable to a very large percentage of people. And his software reports the milliseconds from that pipeline, from the making a motion to seeing it in your eyes. And most of the time I was seeing around 35 milliseconds and that it could be just, you know, uncomfortable for some of the people out there, but other people, they can handle 70. They can, they can handle some people out there can be, you know, like David, you know, how rock solid his stomach is. He can yeah. handle almost anything. So there's a lot of people that love that feature and need it. And so the new feature, basically, I think he wrote an emulated, uh, I think it's a driver or runtime for the Oculus Rift, so you can access directly Oculus Rift games and Steam games and play them all in your Oculus Quest. I think it's it's still in beta right now. 
but uh, it's very close, I think. There's a few more bugs to work out with this feature. So if you haven't checked out uh, Virtual Desktop on Oculus Quest, it's on every other platform too. Definitely give it a look. It's a, a very well-loved uh, app. Very well done. Uh, Scott said uh, or asked if we're surprised that Facebook hasn't put an acquisition uh, offer to acquire Guy yet. Not that he would want that, just doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I was actually thinking about the same thing about Valve. I thought I thought Valve would be a good fit for that no, functionality. I would say that's like a, a better. If, if he were to be acquired, I would say that Valve would be the, the way to go. Um, Adam said that they have a super choppy virtual desktop experience too. Gig speed internet next to their router hardwired to a 2080 GPU. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Anthony yeah. Hairgrow chimed in and said that they want a fifth camera on the back of the Quest headset to ensure it works with Ninja Run Locomotion. Mm. Ninja Run Locomotion. That's fun. That sounds like a vomit fest for me. Yeah. Well, so the, yeah, I could see the back. The, the, the interesting thing about the Quest designs is the very first versions of the standalones that Facebook developed. I remember they they shuffled me into a room at one of the Oculus Connects. And this was, I think, before they had any controllers for their standalone prototype. And they had, a, it was like held together almost by tape. It was, it was barely holding together. But they had a fair amount of hardware on that early design sitting at the back of the head. So it was, you know, connected from the back of the head to the front. And so they were they were doing a, a fair amount of the stuff in the back in the earliest designs, um, and I was rewatching John Carmack's keynote from OC six recently, and he talked about debate about the weight of Oculus Quest and how heavy. How many times a week do you watch John Carmack's speeches? <laughs> yeah, I, I once every couple months I, I kind of give it. A I watch thought it would be more frequent than that. No, nah, I mean I, I I'd like to, but. <laughs> that it, his talks are so interesting because they're so jam-packed with information there's no way you can keep up and so you've got to like consume it in oh yeah i forgot he said that all right next thing is release of the week what have you been playing this week anything other than vr power well i mean i played stuff in the vr power um i finally got around to playing a fisherman's tale which is quite delightful um, and then I started playing I Expect You to Die, which is awesome. But I got stuck on one puzzle because I had been in VR for like seven and a half hours at that one point. <laughs> so I was like, I don't what have the brain power. Uh, I beat like the first two, basically, or the first three. Um, and then I got to like the the underwater one and I couldn't figure it out because I was brain dead. So I was like, I'll come back to it. But I had too much fun like throwing stuff and setting stuff on fire in the office. So I, mm. I did that a lot, but I really, I like the game. I like the aesthetic, I like the music and the, the narration and stuff. I want to get back into that one. It's an incredible game. Yeah. One of those early shell games is one of those early developers that was really adamant about hand tracking and getting really good uh, interactions built out. And uh, he's the guy that predicted a uh, um, 1 million. He thought there would be 1 million quests sold in 2019. Hmm. And of course, Facebook won't release those numbers, so we don't know if it's uh, accurate or not. We've only got weird super data numbers to go off of. Thing. Scott said 11 table tennis on the quest today. Yeah, I was a little disappointed with the first uh, table tennis game, I think, that, that launched on Quest. It wasn't, uh, 
there were some problems. And the way that rolled out to us, we weren't able to do multiplayer on it. Obviously, I'm going to play some O-shape today. That's what I'm going to do. Ah, uh, yes. I need to get into that. I'm trying to remember what else launched this week. Ah, uh, the Boneworks, Tuscany. Have you ever visited Tuscany? In real life? In VR. No. So it's a very memorable demo. It was one of the first demos that Oculus rolled out with their dev kits. And it was a Tuscan villa. And you could walk around this house and look out the serene landscape. And it had butterflies floating around. And Boneworks arrived to the Rift store this week and had a sandbox that was a rebuilt version of that villa landscape. And so you're combining all the physical interactions of Boneworks with that sort of throwback environment. And sure, you could walk around and look at the pretty butterflies, but because it's Boneworks, you can pull out your gun and shoot the butterflies. And then you can jump the fence and run around the landscape. That's in a... That's in Boneworks only on the Rift right now. I believe it should be in the next update for the Steam version in March. Uh, so Scott you, asked, I remember there was some discussion about this, uh, asked if we saw the supposed report of the Saints and Sinners devs being laid off. We, we heard from the community moderator over there that that was a false report. So we believe the Saints and Sinners devs are still at it, and that was... Not accurate reporting. When does that VR, that that golf game come out? The one, the, I don't remember what it's called, but like you play it in space. And it's like, it was like pool golf. The pool golf oh, game. Like a golf pool. Or, golf yeah, or pool. something like that. When is that? That looks um, lit. That looked pretty interesting. Yeah, I can't remember what their plan was on it though. It sounded like it was pretty early if I recall. All right. Hot topic. When, if ever, will Xbox support VR? And is Microsoft making a mistake by not having it as a central feature of the new Xbox? What do you think? I honestly think Xbox is really still salty about the Kinect. Because I remember Mm. when the Kinect was coming out, I was like, ah, Kinect is going to come out. And everyone's going to have a Kinect to their house. And it's it's the new thing. And yada, yada, yada. Connect this, connect that. And like everyone was like, the Kinect kind of low-key sucks and (laughs) i i think like they thought that was like they're in with like some sort of mixed reality thing and because that failed they're like oh clearly nobody wants it like it's useless so i i think they're gonna like nintendo themselves and kind of get into it too late if at all that seems like i still wonder if we could be in for some kind of surprise you know a partnership with oculus letting them sort of add vr support but doesn't make sense to introduce a separate platform onto Xbox. So it's it seems like a long shot there that they would do that. And uh, yeah, it's a real bummer if they don't really get around to high quality VR there early on. You know, I'm I, I'm super excited for the PS5. You know, I'm the the backwards compatibility there is going to be such a big seller. And yeah, obviously that the fact that it's going to have PSVR support and Dreams is coming and. The fact that Flight Simulator was sort of an afterthought, VR was an afterthought there, and now they're like waking up, oh yeah, there's a lot of people that want VR and Flight Simulator. That's Heaney can finally play Flight Simulator in native VR. Soon. Hopefully, soonish, yeah, with the little registered symbol on it. Do we have any comments or questions? Uh, Brandon said that 11 Table Tennis is the most realistic ping pong game he's ever played. 
Um, Greg's VR said Microsoft are also big enough to be able to enter whenever they want. I think that can be debatable. Uh, and Halo Collector said Xbox wanted to simplify their message, games, games, games. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's funny when they when they always say games, 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 but then it's only like what those three Forza, Halo, and whatever the other one is. But there's Gears of War. The only three games are on every system and release every year. I I feel so I like know. I only have an Xbox to play my old Mass Effect discs and then <laughs> the new Forza games, and like that's that's pretty much the only thing I use it for. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 pushing the streaming stuff so hard. I, it seems like they might be missing missing something there. We'll see. Yeah. Obviously, it's, we haven't gotten our hands on the systems, and with all the conferences closing up, you know, GDC. Wow, I, I, do you think GDC is still going to go forward at this point? With seeing as how many, like how the big players have pulled out, Sony, EA, Facebook, I don't. Being, you know, having gone to GDCs before, I don't see what's really left. Um, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of small booths because Unity pulled out too, right? Yeah. Yes, like, yeah, like, and that's that's one of the biggest parts of GDC. Um, and I just, I think it without those big players to kind of help mitigate the crowd, a lot of like those smaller exhibitors are just going to be really, really overwhelmed or not have the appropriate amount of space now to you know, handle the, the crowds that are all going to be funneled to them now. And I just, it's, it's just really unfortunate, you know, um, Brandon, you know, you did say South by Southwest isn't canceling. However, people are starting to already pull out of South by Southwest, which is insane to think about. And like we said earlier, F8 already canceled. I, they might even postpone the Olympics. I don't know if you saw mm, that, but they wow. actually might cancel the olympics in a way like that's, and that's, that's that's literally a line from the plague Inc. that plague ink game where yeah you know they when you're playing that game it says it's the is the olympics postponed wow and I, I think china just banned that game so you can't even get it in some oh. places i i've been regretting playing and I, I i enjoyed that game but i feel really terrible uh now that this is all going on yeah um it's, it's kind of surreal I wonder about E3 now. I mean, if they've already pushed out to F8, is is E3 in danger? I'm gonna I'm gonna have this hot take here. I'm gonna say the ESA is a little too greedy to cancel. They love money. <laughs> the ESA loves money. It's so stupid how much the ESA loves money. They 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 love it. They'll do anything for it. So I just I I don't I don't know. Um, Kev Grant said, is it too early to talk about Xbox and PS5 not launching in 2020? No, I've been thinking about this for the last like week now uh it's we've seen iphone sales drop you know we might have our new iphones this year we're supposed to get the 5g iphone this year maybe we won't um mm. you know it's, it is very possible that things get pushed i just i hope everyone just starts taking this seriously and we you know work together to to do something my friend's husband a friend from high school uh actually helped develop the vaccine that they're testing now for coronavirus oh, wow. so that was pretty cool um but yeah it's it's an interesting year so far. Kind of scary that it's yeah, spread so quickly. I'm trying to avoid the conversation of how it affects, you know, VR usage because there's there's clearly a relationship there that sure. we do have these devices to connect, but you know, we need to focus on the most important thing, which is keeping everyone healthy and making sure that this doesn't spread. And uh, it's not really not really a good point to say, you know, 
Well, everyone should I, I do in VR. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if, you know, as, as horrible as it would be if it gets. Yeah. I think she'll be back in a second. But, oh. yeah, oh, thank oh. you so much. Wait. Wait. No. Oh. No. No. Oh, I think we're real no. time. High no. five. Yes, real time. Um, I, was say, I don't know how much you heard me say, but, like, you know, if, if we get to the point where we can't go outside unless it's an emergency, I think VR will help with, like, mental health and being mm. able to you know, go outside. I can't do air quotes without index controllers. Um, you know, go outside and and kind of get like, you know, fresh perspectives and help with Definitely getting a cabin crazy. fever type situation yeah. though, if it goes too long. Yeah. Um well thank you so much for tuning in this week. Sorry for the different format. We'll probably be back in full force next week. And we'll have more videos, news, reviews for you very soon on uploadvr.com. See you next week.